Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the energy update. Welcome to the energy update for June and it's the morning here in California. Usually I record these a little later, but it feels perfect because it is the dawning of a new day energetically. We're now moving into a very different phase. And for those of you who watched my May energy update, you'll have heard me touch on this because it was beginning to come in in May. But the messages I've been getting over the last couple of days as I've been preparing to do this for you is that we are now at the beginning of a very new phase energetically. So you can expect to see a whole new level of flow. So where previously things weren't working for you or it felt like a struggle or you were just too exhausted to get things going, there will be a new energy of flow coming in from the month of June onwards that will carry through the end of the year. And it's also going to relate to one of the themes for this month, which is group connection is on the rise. So this month and beyond, we're meant to help each other and be a web of people working together. This is going to become a lot easier to do. So if you think of the last year and how most of us around the world have been in some form of lockdown, even within that, there were messages I was receiving all along the way through that period, and I shared many of them in the energy updates, that rather than separating us or having a negative effect, what it was going to do was it was going to strengthen all of us internally, make us revisit our values, what's really truly important in our life, what's really truly important to us, bring us to a level of feeling and presence that we hadn't previously been in, and the end result was we were going to come back out of the house stronger and more connected than ever before, not just to each other, but to ourselves. So as a result of that, being able to be more present with each other. Now, of course, that can go in stages. So that phase of getting more in touch with yourself can be very painful or very traumatic or have a lot of grief and loneliness and what we would call the heavier or the more dense energies. But actually where we're at now, and this is something that I'm seeing and feeling in people around me already, that it's beginning to shift and that people are tired of being tired, tired of being exhausted or tired of being afraid. And so this level of group connection and this remembrance that none of us are here to do this alone. We're all taking care of our patch of the garden and if we all take care of the patch of the garden that we feel connected to serving and passionate about, then between us, we're all a whole group of gardeners creating a very different garden together. So this is going to be very evident and very important in the years to come. So as we come back out of the lockdown experience, it's going to be 
a time where a lot of innovation will rise. And again, I've spoken about this over the recent months, and sometimes it can be hard to think of innovation when we're also dealing with restrictions and pressure around restrictions and attempted restriction in bigger ways. But this is where we kind of divide a little bit as a community. There will be those of you who tune into videos like mine or other people's videos and you're very much on the front line of standing for justice, balance, freedom in the world and kind of being the watchers of that and keeping checks and balances on what's going on in the world. And many of you are going to find your, your job a little lighter over the next six months than you've felt it in the last year or so. There will have been a lot of heaviness that you will have been involved in, a lot of fear of the collective, fear in yourself about what you're seeing going on and what you're trying to stand for so that we have a more fair and just and humane world. You're going to see that the next six months, if you're one of those people and that's your role, it will be easier for you to make headway with some of your causes. Restrictions will crumble faster than they would before. So your work will be improved and easier, but also because of the wave of people gathering to do it together. Again, the key is going to be collaboration and connection. So the irony is during lockdown, we were all in theory somewhat separated, but what it has done is it has served to make us stronger and more connected to ourselves and to each other. So that, that wave of energy, which is gonna be on the planet for the next few years in a bigger way, is about to start to spread out into the world. So keep your eyes peeled for the good news and for the innovation and for the people who are making changes in the world that are really important and really needed. I think it's very easy to um, get seduced by the bad news or to be magnetized by the bad news because at this time in our world, a lot of that is still very amplified. And we're a society that are used to that. You know, those of us who are of the age that I am, like 40s and up, we're used to mostly bad news being what we associate with the news. So keep your eyes peeled for seeing the good things because it will spark you. Literally seeing one person doing something good in their community or on a bigger scale, a global scale, it brings renewed hope in you and in your body and it will infuse for you the possibility that we need to see so that we can create better, basically, going forward. We are here creating it as a collective. So that's really important to remember and to not just fall into the disempowerment of, oh my God, it's all hopeless. It's okay if you go there and you can go there and we all need to go there at times and we move it through our body and our system. But one of the themes that came in for this month is density is having less hold over people than before. So density being fear, depression, uh, feeling withdrawn, feeling like you've lost your energy. So partly because the fear levels have shifted and the fear is not as strong as it was in 2020 when it was being broadcast loud and clear and magnetizing a lot of people, but also partly because of our exhaustion with it all. There's only so long that these bodies are designed to stay in fear and it's not as long as they have been. So basically what you're going to start to see is people in a way breaking out of the chrysalis, 
breaking out of the cocoon. And that's going to be happening steadily over the next few months, but this gets stronger in the month of June. It started in May, but it's now gonna rise in June. And so in a way, think of it as people power and people heart power coming back out in a bigger way. Um, revelation and reckoning is also going to be a theme. Now in May, there was this uh, message I got about, you're gonna see revelations, things coming out, out that have been concealed, hidden, that have been told lies about, all of that kind of stuff. So it relates to shadowy aspects of our world, shadowy aspects that have long been hidden or uh, misused. So this is going to keep going. And when I questioned the message, because I said, well, that, that's, that, that came in last month too. They said, yeah, prepare for a few years of it. Prepare for a few years where things that you thought were true are going to be turned on their head or revealed to be quite different to what you previously thought or what you were previously told. Now, part of the trickiness of this is us knowing how we feel about something. We already see how the division has worked in the last year. You see how it's very easy to get us as human beings to fight each other. And that is the most dangerous thing we can do. Because if we fight each other, we don't work in unity consciousness. So the tricky thing about different beliefs about things is, is when people go to war with each other. So get really clear about what you feel in yourself as much as you can. And you can still love your neighbor, love your partner, love your family member, even if you have slightly different beliefs. The reason I say this is differing beliefs and differing ideas of truth are going to continue for the next few years. So if that's currently making you sad or depressing you or making you angry, see if you can be with those feelings and heal those feelings enough that you will come out the other side and recognize this is part of the world that we're in right now. And there is going to be a splitting of realities. There are going to be people, as there already are right now, but there are gonna be people living in one reality, living next door to you, and you're gonna be living in a different one. It doesn't mean we're not connected, but it does mean that the speed of consciousness at which everything is moving and changing, it's putting, it, putting us all at very different levels and places on a daily basis. But the reason it's important for me to just address this is revelation and reckoning is going to be a part of our next few years. It just is. And our reckoning with these revelations, you know, how we feel, how we respond, how we react is gonna be everything. And I will just say that for most of you that would tune into the kind of work that I do, uh, most of you, not all of you, but most of you will be here not so much to clean up or to um, be justice fighters against the old world. Most of you are here to birth the new. So even if part of your work and part of your service or part of your purpose here is to work with the old world and the old energy for your own balance, for your own sense of being a soul in the now, you're going to need to create new stuff too. So even if you just do that privately for yourself, even if you just have a creative practice where you're birthing something new through your own creativity, it will help you balance some of the heaviness with what you're doing. So revelation and reckoning tends to be one of the heaviest themes of the month and it will be one of the heaviest themes of the coming few years, but lean into 
ways that you can balance yourself as we go through that, which is really no different to how we've all had to kind of adjust the way that we balance in the last year or so. Higher mind emergence was another theme. So in June, an emergence of the higher mind. And the higher mind always relates to clarity and visionary ideas. So clarity about things that you've felt stuck about for a while, or suddenly you have this revelation about a relationship you're in and you thought you didn't like them or something. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, actually this is just because I've got this wound from my past and actually they're great. I was just locked in some karma with this person and the whole relationship transforms. So clarity can go all the ways. It, it's just you seeing very clearly and coming to a very present awareness, things in your life that you either do resonate with or don't, and then taking action based on that clarity. Um, visionary ideas also come in when we have higher mind energies. And so this higher mind emergence that's gonna get strong in June and through the summer, it's going to mean that some of you who've been looking for a new idea or a new vision or something else that you want to feel connected to is, has, has all of the support to come in. So um, if you're feeling stuck, I would recommend journaling every day. Just journal your morning thoughts, your morning feelings, uh, or your evening if your evening is better for you. Just get into the flow of activating some forward direction for yourself. And because of the higher mind energies coming in now, you'll be surprised how well it will be supported. Now, this next theme relates directly to higher mind emergence, and it's a little contradictory, but um, energy spikes and whether to act on them. So energy spikes can be anything from having a huge awakening moment or um, a kundalini moment where suddenly you're just, you're highly energized or you feel highly psychic or suddenly you don't quite feel like reality is what you thought it was. And it's very evident in your body and in the way that you feel and sense the world. It's not just about your thoughts or your beliefs. It's a very activated shift in your energy field. And whenever we're going through these energy spikes, they usually are elevating us. So we'll have a very alive week. Uh, people who take plant medicine, ayahuasca, um, or have had transcendental experiences using some kind of substance, it's like that, but it's happening without the substance, basically. So more and more people are having these activated, intuitive awakening experiences, these awakening moments. And these energy spikes are on the rise collectively. And the one piece of advice I want to give you, and I know, I know this from personal experience and from being around many, many people who have had this experience over the last few years, it really pays to wait out the energy spike before you rearrange your life, if you can. Um, usually when these happen, we can go into a very soul space and we can go into a a higher mind, so this is why it relates to the higher mind emergence. We suddenly feel like we see the universe and everything in our visionary map. But what then happens is whether it's an hour or a few days or a few weeks later, we come back down into the body and then we have a chance to slowly but surely rearrange. Because it's very rare that anyone, it happens, but it's rare that anyone has an enlightenment experience that overnight their whole life changes and their whole awareness shifts. Most of us will have it in stages and we'll have it in moments. 
But in that moment of amplification, you can feel superhuman and invincible and like you know everything or suddenly everything is clear. So you have to be a little bit careful about how much you blow up your life in those moments. It doesn't mean your intuition might not be right. In that moment, you might have clarity about what you're supposed to do. But while you're in that space, you taking the axe to your life is not necessarily going to be the, the way to do it that will be smooth, clean, and easier for you to ground your vision. It can often create shockwaves for you and others involved. And by all means, you know, I, I certainly have done that a couple of times in my life many years ago. And, and there are times when we just do do that. So don't beat yourself up if you're like, uh oh, that's what I've just done. You did it. So trust your choice but learn how to use those energy spikes. Learn to recognize, oh, I'm really in that phase again. I'll make some notes. If I, if I don't want to forget what I'm thinking, I'll make some notes, I'll leave. And then when I come down and when it all settles down, I will be able to gently move the pieces. Our soul can move very fast. Our human body is a little slower and thus so are all our human relationships. So sometimes it takes more patience than we would like when we're in that visionary energy spike, invincible mode to come back. But that, that's the beauty of being a human soul. That's the dance. That's the chop wood, carry water part of us as human beings. And there's something beautiful to tending to your inner garden and the garden of your life gently, slowly and steadily. So bear that in mind. These energy spikes are, are, are coming online for more and more people. The question is when and whether to act on them. So um, let me see here. I'm ch checking the, the notes, see what I've missed. Okay, so deep internal healing is leading to a group awakening. Again, this is a theme that we've been walking through for a year or so, but this month the message was for us to recognize that the deep internal healing that we have been going through with increasing energy and uh, clarity for the last, I would say, few years is leading to a group awakening. So more and more people have gone through a real ride with their feelings, their thoughts, their belief system than ever before on the planet in the last couple of years, but especially over the last year. So that deep internal healing, which sometimes is painful and doesn't feel good and isn't pretty. And when you're in it, you're in it and it's deep. But what it's leading to and what the outcome is, is more of a group awakening on the planet. So as we come out of this, again, this phase that we've been in for the last year and we start to emerge back out into the world, you will notice there is a tenderness and there is a vulnerability that is going to be more present in people. And in some ways that's going to make some of us more nervous or more cautious or, oh, I don't know, I've been in my house for a year. I don't know if I'm ready to come out again. And that's okay. That's normal. That's part of the process. But actually the message is that tenderness, that vulnerability, that hesitancy is beautiful because we're no longer on autopilot the way that we might have been as a group. So expect some awkwardness in interactions and in, but it's a beautiful awkwardness. You know, it's, it's no different than watching a child awkwardly learn to walk. They're determined, so they keep going, but you watch them fall over, but eventually they're walking. And so they have transformed. They have come through the cocoon from a non-walking being to a walking being. 
And the same is true for us. We're going to have to go through the cocoon a little bit over the coming three, four, five, six months as we re-encounter life and re-encounter each other on the other side of everything that we have gone through. So just bear that tenderness in mind. Don't see it as a problem. Celebrate it if you notice it in yourself, but also be mindful that some people might be acting in odd ways in your mind until you remember, oh yeah, we're all a bit odd right now because A, humans are odd, and B, we've all gone through this very strange experience that has many facets to it and it's complex and everyone feels a little bit differently about it. And now we're coming back together to try and unify again. So I know that many of us will talk about the division energy that's on the planet, but again, whenever I ask them about that, they're like, the unification is on the rise. This is the period you are in. This was part of coming back to a more unified world. Doesn't mean everything will be harmonic tomorrow. It does mean that we will be more aware of disharmony than we've ever been and more bothered by it, more empathic to it, more feeling the insanity of it. And at first, it can be that you need to feel those feelings. And when you felt those feelings, you get to a place where you can act and create some change. So again, be gentle with yourself and be gentle with others. It's, it's been an intense time. So that's just something to keep in mind, this deep internal healing leading to a group awakening. And the last thing to say about that is that that integration is happening inside each of us too. So we're awakening in a bigger way because parts of us are healing. So if you think of who we are, there's a whole bunch of voices and aspects and energies in here that make up who we are. You know, we're a little bit our relationship with our mom and we're a little bit our relationship with our friends and we're a little bit that thing that happened to us when we were 13. And it all meshes together to create who we are, how we feel about the world, what we emit, how we interact. Well, parts of us have been healing faster than ever before. And so it changes the whole of us. So we get to have a bit of a group awakening too. So again, don't be surprised if you're reviewing your whole life right now going, God, I don't know if I want to do this thing in the future or I might want to do something completely different. That's normal too. But be patient with it and try not to have knee-jerk reactions because the more you can really sit with it and stay with it, the more you can deeply create a whole new foundation if that's what you're really looking for. I remember many years ago, um, there was a, an example given that don't take the first upgrade that comes to you. Uh, and they used aeroplanes as an analogy. Um, they said, you know, if you're in economy and you wish you could sit in business class, uh, the minute someone offers you business class, you might not always want to jump at it because you might get to first class. Now, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that analogy is going to work for everybody. But, but what I understood about it was they were saying that you will get upgrades through your life and you will be offered different upgrades as you go. And sometimes you take the first one out of desperation and you're like, oh, great, yeah, phew. And they say, if you can really get in touch with what's the desperation, why are you desperate for the upgrade? What's the feeling and be aware of it, then you can really sit in that. And there could be a bigger improvement for you further along. Yeah, I don't think aeroplanes is a very good example in this time, in this day and age, but uh, not with what we've all just been through. But, um, but I think you get the drift. I think it was because of the word upgrade that it came in. 
Um, so that's everything for, for June and beyond everyone. So this new energy of flow is emerging, it's coming in and it's going to be a more energized, uplifting time. But as I always say, if you're in a rough spot, if you've been having a tough time, just keep looking after yourself. You'll come out of the chrysalis, you'll come out of the cocoon. Um, there's no rush. So thank you for tuning in everyone. Um, I have some exciting news. We have a, a brand new sound healing and music album coming out um, on June 11th. It's called Transmissions. Last summer, we held a virtual online retreat, which several thousand of you joined us for, which was amazing. It was called Transmissions. And we created a special album, which was 50 minutes long, so five 10-minute tracks to accompany the course and to help people who took the course integrate the material. So the tracks are called Time, Play, Space, Flow, and Time, uh, Peace. And um, they give you a 10-minute journey with each of those themes and get you to sit with those themes in your life, and they end with sung mantra. So not only do we have that album coming out publicly now on June the 11th, so it will be on Spotify and Apple Music, it will also be available to download or as a special edition CD um, over at my music store. We will have five beautiful videos coming for each track and they will be freely available on YouTube. I've commissioned our video editor, Rebecca, to do, do them and they're, they're beautiful visual meditations. So can't wait to gift those to you. The first one will come out on June the 4th and um, we're going to play you a clip from the first video, Time, um, at the end of this. So if you stay tuned for another minute or so, you'll get to experience it. Secondly, I'm doing a free broadcast on the solstice. It's fun to do things like that on the solstice. So on June the 21st, um, we're doing a free broadcast called Vision. I will tune in and intuit um, for you know, the rest of the year as I do now, but I'll also channel my guides, the Zs, directly. So it is free, um, but I, I'm not doing it out on public platforms. Um, you get a different energy when you have a bit more of a container. So um, all you need to do is um, go to the link underneath this video or in the show notes if you're listening to this as an audio on Apple Podcasts and um, you'll find how to get access to the, the live broadcast but also the replay. So you'll get the replay of the video if you can't make it live. But us doing it on the solstice day will give it a special energy. Um, the portal, lastly, is my monthly members community. It's a sanctuary for sensitives and in there we give you a whole host of tools to help you thrive during these times. And I also do a 90-minute broadcast every single month where I answer your questions and we get through as many questions as we can. Uh, there's a whole host of things inside the portal, including this month, um, you will get the two meditations that I've created a morning meditation to open to your day, and an evening meditation to close and release your day. Um, those MP3s we usually make available in the store every month too, uh, but Portal members get those MP3s as part of their membership. So if you're curious about the Portal, check it out. You can try it for a month and see if it's for you. You can find that at theportal.world. And right now, uh, we're going to give you a preview of the time video and if you want to check out the album, um, you can go to transmissionsalbum.com. Again, we'll put the link below. 
And yes, we will do the transmissions course again this year. It will be happening mid-July and I'll give you all details on the next update. But for now, here is a preview of the video for time. Lots of love, everyone. Time. Time is you, and you are a vessel of time. Will you befriend time? Will you see time as your conscious ally and companion? Your constant forever companion time is you will you befriend time Time